Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. <laughs> and I guess I'm Chris. <laughs> and where I made it first. I guess pooping in our office edition. <laughs> Getting the beer edition. <laughs> It did not sound like getting the beer. That sounded like pooping in the office. Ah, uh, same difference. Same room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's echoey in that room. I know that. Mm. When you fart, you just hear... <laughs> if that's all you're hearing, you're not doing it right. <laughs> How's it going, dudes? It's going. Live the dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Every day, Jason dies a little bit more on the inside. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll start off. I have a Mother Road Brewing Company Lost Highway Double Black IPA. Nice. Nice. Straight from Flagstaff. Oh, yeah, weren't you just up there? Yeah, because I was in Flagstaff. Nice, nice. We've read this this can many times, right? Oh, yeah. We've read Lost Highway a billion times. It's one of our favorites. It's so good. It's so good. It's so, so good. It's got like lots of coffee and whatnot in it. It's one of my favorite ones. I actually, we took a growler with us and I just looked at Shannon. I'm like, I'm not allowed to get a growler of Lost Highway, am I? She's like, well, you can, but then then you won't drink it. And she's like, yes. I'm like, all right. Growler of Tower Station it is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which isn't necessarily a bad beer. It's just I wouldn't mind having a full growler of Lost Highway. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know why you were worried about splitting that. Kill 32 of 64 ounces by yourself. No problem. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to have to do that much after like eating all that and whatnot that we ate up in Flag and then dinner. I was pretty full. So then killing an entire growler. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a big one. It's that 62-ounce, like, insulated one that we have. Yeah, it'll last a day. You could have drank that half That was a night. Day. We left the next morning. <laughs> so drink, drink while you're driving home. What's the big deal? It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's frowned upon, right? It's not illegal. I mean, <laughs> like it's, masturbating it's, it's on COVID an airplane. time. And if you can get, if you can complain about wearing a mask, then you can complain about how not being able to drink while driving is impeding your freedom. No, the thing is that you can't complain about wearing a mask because if you are, you're fucking retarded. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, if if you don't like me drinking and driving, you don't have to be on the roads. Oh, I totally forgot to tell you guys about the cool thing. (laughs) All right, that makes sense. Total side segue. (laughs) One of the cool things about this about this virtual camera that I'm using. That tracks you? Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. I it's actually so cool. really hate this. I am really not liking any bit of this. Oh, God, Jason, you're being such a whiny baby. No, it's because Fine. it reminds me of, like, all those, like... Oh, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, uh, of what's that movie that's, like, what we're currently living in right now? Um, Idiocracy? Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank um, you. Yeah, that's literally where, what we're Where he's at. sitting there watching TV, and there's just ads everywhere and the content's just like really small and stuff like that you like mean like this face. that i'm normally running anyways yes, where it's just an too. ad for curry it's annoying because it just makes me hurt makes me hungry well and go make some curry i already had curry <laughs> go make some more have some more it's the exact same thing curry. that you bitches said to me go make more curry <laughs> <laughs> man i'm gonna make a juicy lucy one that i swear to god i just saw on there that it's like it's got a little cheese inside the a oh yeah mm. you gotta put curry cheese on your curry man that that really does change. no 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 where it's a juicy lucy where it's cheese in a burger that then they cut open with the curry is there a burger i thought they would have been a katsu there's a burger well they've got like mm. 18 different types of protein that run on this video true 
I really need to put this video again on our YouTube or on our Facebook so that people know what the hell we're talking about whenever we talk about this Coco Ichibanya commercial. This is just running running all the time. This is like just looping all the time. It's so great. There's there's the burger right there. (laughs) Okay. What are you drinking, Jason? Oh, Jesus. I am just drinking uh, Firestone Walker Union Jack IPA. And then that's a good IPA. Yeah, it's all right. And then I'm also drinking uh, Lagunitas IPA. So very basic IPA. That's basic. Yeah. Union Jack is way better than Lagunitas. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I got it in the, in the Costco big pack because right now anymore, it's just like if I'm leaving the house, I'm going to go get everything I can for as long as possible. So Costco's doing great for me. Are they not um, doing the, um, the Santan Brewing ones? Um, I don't like uh, Devil's one. That's one. And then oh, you yeah. can still drink it when you're drunk. Yeah. I just, I really don't like it. Like, <laughs> the same reason why I'll never get the Four Peaks one, because I just hate Killifter. I just fucking hate it. It tastes like garbage. Well, in the Killifter one, every fucking beer in it is weak. They're all five percenters. Yeah. They're yeah. all weak as shit. Whereas well, if you get the Santan one, we've three out before. of them are seven and a half to eight and a half percent. Yeah, we, we've complained about this before, that ever yeah. since Four Peaks was bought out by Budweiser, they've become garbage beers in my well, opinion, and too. Killifter used to be like a seven and seven and a half, if I remember right, and they they dropped the alcohol content down on it. That's yeah. why it was called Killifter. Yeah, it's supposed to yeah. knock you in your ass. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Speaking of basic... Basic white girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting oh, my own indeed. little seltzer calling on going here. <laughs> so I have this new hard seltzer called Vizzy. Um, so I got their hint of black cherry lime and a hint of strawberry kiwi. Two different ones. And they have antioxidant vitamin C from the Acerola superfruit. How are you fucking pronounce that shit? How do you spell <laughs> it? Uh, A-C-E-R-O... LA. You might be right. A yeah, I, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right, dude. Uh, um, first off, yeah. <laughs> stop trying to make my alcohol good for you. No, no, no. I, this, this is a direct product of the generation brought up on Flintstones gummies. It's just like if it can't be something tasty that I wanted to eat anyway, if it doesn't taste like candy, I don't want to take my fucking vitamins. So they're like, fine, you fucking alcoholic assholes. Here's a beer with a vitamin in it. Just drink it. <laughs> well, I mean, beers are already generally a pretty good source of protein and whatnot but i don't want no fucking antioxidants in my alcohol <laughs> that's, that's just stupid i'm supposed to be having oxidants with my beer so exactly that when I wake up See? in the morning <laughs> i go have more oxidants this is all counterproductive and stupid i don't yes. like it i'm not happy well, about this at to all. balance that out i also have two uh nitolite hard seltzers which they have a new flavor called house rules that's strawberry and kiwi mom says called the shots <laughs> that that could either be absolutely garbage or amazing. Um, yeah. It's natty i or natty light, so it's probably absolute garbage. <laughs> you know what you're getting, into. but it's hard seltzer. Uh, yeah, but th- yeah. okay. Um, hard facts wasn't super impressed by the natty light hard seltzers. They're okay. Kind of like most the hard PBR seltzers. One, man. They're okay. The PBR one was where it was at, man. That was the eight percent alcohol one that had that weird taste on the first one, but then it got better and better and better as you drank it. But it's more of a malt liquor drink than a yeah. seltzer. It was a hard seltzer. It was. It was. It, it was, was a hard seltzer. It totally it was skates malt the line liquor that they then put soda water into. Yeah, that, it totally <laughs> skates the line of malt liquor and hard seltzer. However, it did still basically have like the caloric and uh, carbohydrate like amounts that normal seltzers did. Whereas malt liquors usually have a lot higher. Uh, 
a lot higher caloric and a lot higher carbs. So seltzer, yay! <laughs> <laughs> because All I know science is I can't play can't play forty hands with no seltzer. So. Well, I, I don't know of a 40-ounce seltzer. <laughs> I know. This is, this is bullshit. This is, this is why 2020 sucks. What if... Okay, okay, how about this? It's the biggest how about I've this? Seen. What if you play Edward 32 hands and you have to tape two of the Natty Light seltzers? Yeah, but the point hands. of Edward 40 hands Natty is that you have them both open, so you can't go to the bathroom without spilling your beer everywhere. That means you have to have four cans No, no, of you, you have one open. in each open. You have one in each open. And then <laughs> if you finish off this one in your right hand, you have to open the other one no matter what. So it's like That sounds like a mess. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes, it does. So does Edward 40 hands. No, 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 it's no. a giant <laughs> fucking mess. It's doable. <laughs> For those for those of you little kids that are listening to this, and by little kids we mean anyone under thirty, Edward Forty Hands is where you take two OEs, old English or Mickey's, or Mickey's. But God, mm-hmm. you have to hate yourself if you want it to be Mickey's. <laughs> you like to do one. Of I mean, you already hate yourself if it's going to be OE. So you exactly. might as well. You're not doing this because life is going great, Eric. <laughs> You're doing this because you want to try and trick some girl into zipping down your pants and pulling your dick out so you can pee. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly the reason why you're doing this. And that girl you, won't be pretty by the time. No, she won't. No, she, she'll be pretty to you by the time that you need to go to the bathroom, though. Um, but so you take those 40s and you duct tape them into your hands. And then someone cracks the tops on them and you can't take them off until you down them. Until you've drank all the beer. And Both of them, not just inches. one. Like, you can't be like, I finished one, now I can pull my dick out. No, you have to finish nope. both of them and you have to walk around with glass. And God, I hate OE and uh, and Mickey's, so I just hated doing that. Seltzer would be good for wizard staff, I feel. Yes. Yes. It would be good for wizard staff because I, the cans are taller. I also like the idea of using different like widths cans because they're all different. They're all funky shapes. So you mm-hmm. can make like your own wizard staff instead of like, you know, at the end of the night, everyone has the same staff. You could be like, no, mine's got like, here's the grip. <laughs> well, yeah, but to do that, that means that the then you have to drink. <laughs> yeah, you have to drink either. You have to drink some Natty Lights. Then you got to drink some Coolies or some Trulies. Then you got to drink some Fizzies. And what's the, there's not White Claw, but the other one. We should have done this at the SeltzerCon. Like that would have been <laughs> the time to try it out because yeah, we had all the stuff. During the, during the recording, taping together and making wizard staffs would have been weird. <laughs> Plus we didn't really have any uniformity. So they would have been just yeah. pyramids of. No, they had some pretty good uniformity actually. A lot of them were standard beer can size width that would fit into a, a. We each had like a lot eight. Of and the, I had <laughs> a bottle even like in the small cans. That goes on the top. I know. That'd be your your Mm -hmm. jewel. Yeah. Yeah. See? Gandalf. But it's not the one that I finished. (laughs) And that was also the worst one that we had then. Yes, it was. The still one. The still one, yeah. (laughs) That's when you hate yourself. Just drink one of those. I'm fucking down 240s right now before I had another one of those still ones. So now that we've talked about Seltzer Con, are we going to announce our next con? The second... Second greatest or greatest con of them all? The only con going on. How about that? The only, the yeah. only con going on. That's our tagline. The only face-to-face con going on. <laughs> the only con going on. <laughs> so we are going to be doing Soju Con coming up in, shit, is it less than two weeks now? It is. Well, it's the next recording. Yeah, yeah it's, but it's less than two weeks from now. <laughs> so our next yeah, recording will be Soju Con. 
Yeah. yeah, we need to get some soju. In which case, we're gonna we're gonna Venmo Chris some money, and he's gonna go to the Korean market and Lili's Asian market and find as many different types of Pretty soju smart. as he can get. Hey, Eric. Why don't you explain what soju is for some of our yeah, less that's a Korean good, that's listeners? That's a very good point. Uh, so soju is Korean rice wine, but it, it, so it's basically sake in Korea. Um, but you can find it for dirt cheap if you go to the right places. So like when it, we've talked about this when we go to E3, we buy fucking heat and a six pack of soju for 20 bucks. And I'm pretty sure 13 like an 18 of that pack. It's like an 18 heat. pack of yeah. heat yeah. and uh, <laughs> heat spelled H I T E. But we were told by the Koreans well, that that is how you pronounce it. <laughs> well, I think it was a 24 pack that we got in a cooler of heat last time. Yes. We got a cooler. Yes. One year, <laughs> one right. year we got a, a lunch cooler that Chris took home because he was the one that bought the beer that year. <laughs> back with 24 heats. Yeah, and we, we did not like, buy a second one. We bought an 18-pack for the second thing of Did you get, like, sake cups one year, too, with the soju yes, that we bought? Yes, with the soju. Oh, yes. We got sake cups one year with the soju. Um, I, should I can't remember if you took all of them or if, if we each got... I think I we each got, got one, and mine's, like, sitting somewhere. I have no idea where mine is. If, if I even got one. I don't think... I think you guys got them. There's only two. Oh, no. Chris I has them two. right there. There you go. How the, how the fuck did... Seriously? How were they within reach? They're in my destroy. That's amazing. <laughs> That's like three so anyways, years old. No, four years old. Yeah, we're going to be trying different sojus. Um, hopefully, Chris will be able to find our standard mainstay soju. I'm pretty certain that he will. I think I might even uh, still have a bottle of it. I, I know I still have a bottle in it because I have not opened that one to drink with I Shannon do not before. still have a bottle. <laughs> so even if we don't, we'll I'm do excited that. just because it's something that not everybody would probably ever want to do or has done a lot of where okay what not want to do those people are weird because well, everybody I mean, should like, want to like, do yeah. this soju it's, is great it's hard to <laughs> explain to somebody to be like hey let's get like two bottles of soju and have that tonight for dinner and people are like no i don't want to have that i'd rather just have beer or i'll stick to vodka it's just it's not the same it's different two it's, bottles mm-hmm. of soju hell all yeah. right so my my vision on this <laughs> and you guys can tell me if yours is different <laughs> Is that we're we're gonna buy a bunch of them and we're all oh, gonna try fuck all yeah, of them. Yeah, we're gonna do a bunch of them. Yeah. I'm in yeah, two bottles. And we're just all for gonna like try all of them, of not taking room. like three mm-hmm. bottles to the face each. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanna try ten different bottles of soju. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're lucky, if we're lucky, I know we should be able to find some that are in like the, the twelve to twenty ounce bottle range. Uh, for the soju and that shouldn't be too hard i just hope that they're not like super overpriced like aj's has actually a pretty good selection of sake and soju but they want like ten dollars for our dollar 99 soju that we can get in k-town and stuff like Fuck. that yeah so i'm just that. like yeah i'm not yeah. doing that that's <laughs> why he's, know, that's why chris I is gonna go to the korean market <laughs> <laughs> yeah chris is gonna go to the korean market and actually that's some damn good soju I that we drink. I love it. But, I mean, <laughs> but, for, but for what it is, it's not meant to be like, this is the finest quality of No, it's not. Like no. 12 ounces. But sake. it's also still really good. Um, really we are good. actually going to need to have some heat, though. So, Chris, make sure you find some heat yes. as well. Because I'm not be overpaying. Yeah, I'm not overpaying for that shit. At, at I haven't place. seen that even at Total Wine. So that's going to probably be the, the real challenge. Yeah, heat or uh, what's the other one? 
Shit. I always forget the other one because we stopped drinking it because we found cheaper and it was heat. <laughs> and heat <laughs> is what the Koreans were all drinking at Tobang. So we were like, all right, well, heat it is, I guess. Um, yeah, crap, I know it's they like have Boss it on or something like that. Tap at Drunken Tiger, I think it is. I want to say it was with a P. Start with a P. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Something. Something. Either way, we're getting shitty. We're getting <laughs> shitty. <laughs> For science. For yes. science. For science. <laughs> and for art. Getting shitty for art, everybody. So, all right. So that's it. Next episode is going to be SojuCon. Okay, that's it. Episode over. We're done. Um, see you yep. later, everybody. Have a, yeah. have a good couple of weeks. We're going to get primed up for SojuCon. We no. should actually really <laughs> just kind of do that because I could talk like 20 more minutes about drinking and I'm sure it'd be way more entertaining than the stuff we normally drivel on about. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I think we might get some good <laughs> conversation about some of these pieces. Yeah. So, like, we might get some good conversation. And it, this is the half-salt edition. This is not the, the yeah, Jason Polnick yeah. super-salt edition. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, uh, this is reduced sodium. <laughs> <laughs> New low sodium. It's, yeah, low <laughs> sodium, but not sodium-free. <laughs> it's so pretty salty. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll, we'll start with the... I want to say this is the freshest news that came out today is that Sakura of Rice and Ruin is coming out still. However, for some reason, Nintendo decided that on their little mini direct that they did this morning, they were only going to show it to Japan. Sorry, Jason. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Which makes no sense. And that's the same thing. It's like multiple news outlets were like, it's still coming out in America at the same time. I don't know why they didn't show it to America, especially since they've been cock teasing it forever. We really need to actually look this up because we were talking about it. We should get these guys on for uh, patch notes because I've interviewed them at least two, if not three times from all the E3s for uh, this game. And I would think that they would be like, oh, yeah, we've told you the same five things for the last three years. Why don't we come on your podcast and say it as well? <laughs> say the same five <laughs> things over and over. So when is it coming out? Soon. Is it going to have gardening and still in over. it? Yes. Yes. And can you do combos? Of course. Sweet. I'll play this game now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to I'm going to do the easy part. I'm going to go to our website and just search for Sakura of Rice and, and see what comes up. And that will tell us the the first year that we saw it at E3. Ooh, smart, 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 smart. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe it will. Oh man, that's not that's not going to work real well. <laughs> that's not working at all. And uh, oh, but we've probably talked about it a bunch. Yeah, we've talked about it too much yeah. that it's like pulling up way too many things. Yeah, because um, wait, 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 wait. Well, no, I don't know what that is. Metal Dogs and Pirates Beyond. Oh, oh my God, we used to do PSN updates. This is fun. Well, yeah, when they actually used to put out like good PSN updates and whatnot, instead of instead of like, yeah, some shit dropped. Have fun. Have some shit. <laughs> but yeah, Sakura of Rice and Ruin is coming out sometime this year, um, which is great for Jason. Hooray, Jason! Although it's a fun game. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to playing it as well. I mean, 
nowhere near as much as Jason, but Jason primarily is like really looking forward to it because like it's just been forever. <laughs> so so what's nice is that it's think Moonlighter where you run your you know your your shop. Only instead of a shop it's a garden. And think instead of going to dungeons like Roguelite, it's a platform brawler and uh um with combos and all kinds of fun stuff that you do. And it's with gods and mythical creatures and all kinds of stuff like that. So it's super it's it's kinda it's a cool premise. Is I just want a garden. With I just want to grow rice. Mythical creatures? Is there a problem? Is it just, I just mythical wanna, creatures? Mm-hmm. I just want I just want to grow rice and be a cutesy little girl for it's, a little bit. Uh, it's Stardew Valley. No, with Stardew Valley. Monsters. No, Stardew Valley is is life simulation. That that's not. You're, you're yeah, not but you gonna, actually can grow crops there. As opposed, to, like I would I would say Animal Crossing, but you can't grow crops yet. I mean, you can grow flowers. That's not crops. <laughs> Fuck your flowers. <laughs> you can grow fruit. <laughs> No, barely, and you can't you can't make like new fruit when it. Fuck you, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you're wrong, Eric, doesn't mean no. it's bad. Stardew Valley is. It's not is like Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley is life simulation. You're not going to go around punching giant rat men. That's in why the I face. said it's Stardew Valley with that. <laughs> no, you might as well say it's like Moon Crossing or whatever that other fucking uh, Moon Valley, whatever the other farming simulation that everyone loves. I don't know. It's. Uh, it's Moons of Madness, moon right? It, no, Moon Harvest. No, Moon's of Madness. Yeah. That's a that's a moons harvesting. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. a yes, harvesting thing. If you're, but you're really harvesting into, on the moon. If you're really into cutesy uh, uh, farming simulations, check out Moons of Madness. Yes, <laughs> it's it's so kawaii. It is like super the most kawaii, kawaii super kawaii. <laughs> I mean, there is tentacles in it. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> your definition of kawaii it could be there. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Um, In what the fuck news, the U.S. Army was running fake contests on Twitch that if you click the link, you could enter to win a headset, but all it did was take you to a recruiting page for the army. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why I'm surprised by this. This is like number one. Like even when they back in the day when they'd be standing in a mall and they'd be like, hey, you want a free shirt? And you'd be like, sure, I'll take a free shirt. And they'd take you to the room and be like, sweet, sign this contract and you're now in the army. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your free shirt is your fatigues. Enjoy yeah. that. <laughs> Have at it. <laughs> but yeah, so shirts uh, Dolph bag over the days. <laughs> there was a lot of backlash, and Twitch finally like shut them down, and was even like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" So but weren't yeah. they also banning people who were trying to ask questions about war crimes? Okay, yes, and I'm fine with that because just because we're just because we're in a free society where you have the you have the right. To, to say and do anything you want. You're also not free from repercussions and it is their channel. It's the right. same as if I put yeah. in that you have to, that you have to obey to my terms and conditions. It's the same as if I say that like only followers or only subscribers can be in my chat, like that type of thing. Let so me put, I'm let totally me put it this fine way, with that. Cause I agree with you, Eric. I, I think that yeah. it, also this is a gaming podcast or gaming channel this is a gaming podcast but this is a gaming channel of of twitch and stuff like that to me it's the same as if gordon ramsay were to be like hey i'm gonna make a new tv show and it's all about dogs welcome to gordon ramsay's dog cuddle time and he took a question from the the crowd and the the question from the crowd was just like hey gordon ramsay how much flour do i put on this chicken he'd be like fuck off this is for dogs right now like get off first off you pulled this out of your ass. I did. 
Second off, that is spot on. <laughs> exactly what Gordon Ramsay would say. And I am proud of you, and I applaud you. <laughs> Although he would have said, fuck off, you fucking donkey. There you go. Yeah. For fucking See, I think you're going to go with the low-hanging fruit of like someone like trying to over-sexualize the streamer. Say naughty things like, oh, send me some feet pics or something. Right. I mean, th- know your audience, basically, right? Yeah. Like, if you want to do that shit, go to, way better than- go to Pornhub, and you'll you'll find people that will be like, reciprocate. But there's no need to go to a, a dog show and ask cooking questions. That's how I feel about this. One of the best things that I've seen about Pornhub, though, is whenever you see, like, those comment sections that pop up, and it's either somebody has, like, some really deep insight on some political thing, or someone puts in a really great video game review into the comment section on Pornhub. <laughs> or just like, how do pops I, up on Reddit. How do I make well, this in Minecraft? Oh, here's... Here yeah, you go. that too. <laughs> well, lonely people are creative, so... <laughs> it happens. Oh, my God. All right, uh, we'll move to some X-Bone news. Uh, the Xbox Xbox, so the 1X, and the X-Bone SAD... Xbox One S sat or all digital, all digital. edition, um, and the twelve month of Xbox Live have all been discontinued. Further fueling that they're going to have a lower price Xbox Series X, which is fucking dumb in my opinion, um, and new rumors that they're going to include, like get, basically get rid of Live and only have Game Pass be their thing. So. Yeah. Like, I agree having I, I, I'm not a big fan of cheapening your hardware to be able to get more people in there just because now you're going to cheapen every game possible. But it's and, basically an Xbox One X then at that. Right. Point. Exactly. Um, Like Sony's doing it kind of OK, where they're just like, hey, it's the same hardware. Just one has an optical drive and one doesn't like that. That's, mm-hmm. I think, the way that they should do it. So maybe that's what they're going to the do. PS5 sad edition. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Which is fine. You know, if that's what you want to do, that's OK. And I get that, especially nowadays. Like, it's just like, do I want to risk my life and go buy a video game, a uh, physical edition, or wait for it to be delivered, or I just want to buy a digital right now? Dude, like if, they, if they price that thing at 150 bucks cheaper, I might actually say fuck yeah. it and go fully digital. I know. It's, it's kind of a <laughs> interesting. The only, reason, the only reason I'm still waiting is just because if it is fully backwards compatible, I have a shit ton, a huge library that I would just love to play. Oh, PS, yes. If, if it was fully backwards compatible for PS4 games, then I would totally be like, eh, I'll pay that extra because then I can, yeah. I can basically get rid of my PS4 and my PS4 Pro. Right. And that'd be easy. Anyway, um, yes. what I'm trying to say is that I don't remember my point. Fuck, what was I talking about? Uh, the sad stuff and or that. Damn it. I don't remember my point I was going to make. Oh, no, I remember <laughs> now. I remember now. Um, what I am the interested Xbox about. Live stuff. Yeah, the Xbox Live is yeah. that they've discontinued the Xbox Live purchase. Now, I would assume that obviously online is still going to continue into uh, the next generation. And unless they're going to completely rebrand what their online service is called, I don't think that that's their plan is to to uh like rebrand it. So like, I think you're right that it's going to go just to the Game Pass thing. But what that means is that all you're getting is the games online will be free, right? In essence, yeah. it'd be more akin to a PC, which makes so much more sense to me. And I think yes. that if Xbox yeah. makes the stand of just being like, hey, Remember on how gaming online used to be free? Like, here you go. I think this would be just as good a stab for Microsoft to make at Sony and Nintendo now than when Sony said, hey, remember when game sharing used to be free? 
Like it'd be just as yeah. equally. Well, and it used to be Sony's argument that their online was free. Then they came out with Plus, which gave you. They were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you only need it for some games to play online. But the great thing about it is you get uh, you get cloud saves and you get free games every month. Right. That's it. But yeah, if they, which I this could be their way of getting rid of games with gold too. Sure. And, and yeah, but Game Pass is be, way more yeah. valuable than games Oh, yeah, with Game gold Pass is. I'm just saying, like, they probably were like, fuck, we hate doing this games with gold shit because of the fact that we have Game Pass. Let's just get rid of Xbox Live in general, which they should have done a long fucking time ago. Like, when, even at the 360, it was kind of bullshit because they're, yeah. they already were so prevalent with online servers at, at that point. Then you get to the Xbox One, and it's like, dude, online servers are fucking everywhere. Why are you charging for this? For every game, like almost every single fucking game required it to play. Um, so I thought that that was dumb. And I think that getting rid of it would be awesome. Yeah. Yep. If we can get be rid of online move. payments for online going away and just have a game pass type thing with online share uh, saves and you'll still keep me around. But there's no need for me to be paying for online membership when I never play online. Exactly. And then their uh, <clears throat> strike across the bow of Stadia is including xCloud, which is launching in September, I think, into yep. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Yep, which so was the next thing that we were going to talk about, yeah. And you get streaming, too, on your phone and which tablet. I still find it funny that we don't know what the real name of Xbox yeah. xCloud is going to be. Um, <laughs> that's just fucking weird. That Game it's Pass still on the like, go. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the fuck it's going to be. But uh, the ability for you to... Play your games, have it automatically cloud save, and be able to then play that way. I think will be awesome. Like, turn it off, pick up your tablet if you want to play on your tablet. Pick up your laptop and play on your laptop. Yeah. That's pretty much what you're gonna want to do. Um, but yeah, I think that that's I think that's a another good step in the right direction because they definitely need to compete with state. Do they need to compete with Stadia? They need to compete they, with somebody because right to? now yeah. they're not competing with anybody. How about that? Well, they, they've said that they basically think that Stadia is their competition and that Sony isn't anymore, which I think was just them being fucking scared because they don't know what they're going to be able to do with integrated hardware. Um, and if if this whole fucking thing has shown us anything, all this COVID stuff, is that we're still not officially ready for full streaming because internet goes out, video is shit during, uh, during meetings, all sorts of weird stuff happens all over the place. When everybody's trying to do it, even though Google thought they, they were going to get rid of bandwidth caps, bandwidth caps were gone for two and a half months, and now they're back. Cox gave me an extra quarter terabyte. <laughs> Yay. For my bandwidth cap. That was their getting rid of bandwidth caps that Google was thinking was going to happen. So instead of one instead of one terabyte, we have one and a quarter terabytes. So I had to fork over 50 bucks extra a month for, for unlimited bandwidth, which is stupid. Because I could go through a quarter terabyte worth of data real fucking quick on gig internet. Stop watching porn. Yes, Shh. hentai. Shh. It's actually because Stop I have a fucking eight-year-old still in this house. <laughs> That's yeah. the big... Actually, that is the big one, dude. Fucking Call of Duty updates. You know what I did this morning? I fucking removed uh, Call of Duty from my <laughs> PS4. I was like, nope, I'm done. I'm not doing any more updates. It's taking up almost half of my storage on my <laughs> PS4. I'm fucking done. <laughs> and I haven't played it in like a month and a half. I'm like, gone. It's out of here. I'm going to put other games on. 
that I still won't play. <laughs> 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 because that's just how it goes. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, yeah, let's go into my next favorite one is fuck Jeff Keeley, everybody. <laughs> Who's Jeff Keeley? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Jason asked this question. I'm like, ask this question when we get to it because I want it to be on the podcast. Who is Jeff Keeley? Exactly. Who the fuck is Jeff Keeley? Jeff Keeley is a fucking retarded asshole that thinks that he's big. He's apparently made a bunch of friends in the industry so that he gets stuff. People sit there and say that he's the ultimate hype man. He's the worst fucking streamer I've seen on the internet. Literally sucks is dry as balls in the Sahara with them hanging out so that there's nothing going down there to create sweat. That's it. He's super dry. And he asks hard hitting questions like, why are there PS5 exclusives? And he notices big things like the DualShock, the DualSense 5 is slightly bigger than the DualShock 4 controller. <laughs> yes, we all fucking saw that from the pictures. Yes, PS5 exclusives are happening because they're supposed to happen. It's a new fucking console that's supposed to happen with that. <laughs> All you're doing, Eric, is buying into this guy's like shtick because <sighs> I don't know who mean? the fuck he is. He's the guy that runs the talking about him. He's the guy that runs the game the game show award or the game awards and all that shit. Like he's been this figure like if you saw him you'd be like oh that numb nuts asshole yeah well He's, i don't give a fuck so yeah exactly yeah. it's just fucking stupid and everybody licks all over his goddamn balls Ga for gaming some reason journalism, gaming journalism is stupid in itself like if you think about it like you gotta walk that crazy line a little bit because if you're too real like we are <laughs> we're boring you know when it comes down to like stuff like that like no 15 year old's gonna watch listen to our podcast and be like this is good entertainment only because but, that 15 year old can't drink at the same time exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> where you know if you put us in front of like you know a bunch of people our age like oh, this is funny and fine and jazz like that so i mean to be a gaming journalist you gotta like hit a spectrum that's all over the place where you're just annoying enough that the 30 year old plus crowd doesn't go fuck this guy constantly i don't want to even look at him and yet more annoying enough that the 15 year olds and stuff like that are just like hey this is someone that i want to listen to just like all of Fortnite, just like oh, linus Fortnite, just like linus <laughs> oh fucking like don't even get me started on that asshole fuck linus or dr tips. disrespect why not i mean he's yeah. got the whole other thing going too where people are just eating out of his hands for whatever bullshit he's going through and it's in my opinion 100 just he's like this is the next drama that I can do to get my name in headlines like 100 that's him that, that's what I, that is what he's doing 100 all the time there you go jason look at slack and you can see mm -hmm. his amazing headshot that he has it's a very yeah. punchable face that's yes, it's like the most punchable face. <laughs> Could be Zuckerberg for all I care. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyways, he basically is almost Zuckerberg. He's fucking annoying, and I fucking hate him so much, and I don't understand why people are all over his nuts. Anyways, uh, on side note, because he did this whole thing with PlayStation 5 and whatnot, uh, because I didn't have anywhere else to put it in this, the PS5 game boxes are dumb. Well, there's just, just they made the stripe it's white. It's a PS4, but white. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's so stupid. I'm sorry. It's so dumb. People, look up the the Miles Morales game box, and you'll see what we're talking about. It's it's just dumb. It's just like I the PS5 logo. It's yeah. just like the PS4, but That's five. Change blue to white. It's a okay, DVD box. What do you want them to do? <laughs> it's just stupid. <laughs> Play music. Smile at you. 
yeah. what do you want it to do? It's just a box. Yeah. I want to like those little cards that you open up and start singing to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sings the, the barking Star Wars thing. Bark, 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 bark. Yes. It's not even a Star I, Wars game. I will game. pay $5 <laughs> extra. I will pay $5 extra for the barking dogs. Thank you very much. <laughs> Can't wait to play this super serious, like, mental thriller, like, thriller game. Okay, in I Can't Believe That This Hasn't Happened Yet, uh, Microsoft is moving Minecraft after off of Amazon Web Services to their Azure platform. Do they, they are not on the, like they don't even understand that Microsoft Teams is dead and it's barely been out. Like they don't, they don't get it. They don't understand that. Oh, they, they have they've been hoping that, that people would grab onto Teams with all this <laughs> coronavirus stuff right. and nobody has. No, stop trying to make Teams happen. It won't happen. Um, teams is it, shit. But at the same time, at the same time when they have something that's bad and they're like, all right, we need to move off of it and stuff like that. They drag their feet like motherfuckers. Like, like Windows even, 8? Even, or Windows 7 even. When they're Windows just like, hey, 7. you have to update. Windows ME? Yeah, Windows ME. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, you have to update. Like, you're, you're gonna, you need to do it. And they're just like, eventually like we'll, we'll, we'll take our time maybe. maybe now if you want to do it now you can hey we're setting a hard date you have to do it right now otherwise you can't do it ever again okay we'll still let you do it again later azure yeah. servers are supposedly pretty good i mean i don't know a whole lot about like what infrastructure they've got on them what's what what service systems they're using but azure's supposed to be pretty good though right I don't know. I don't know either. Um, but I can't believe that it hasn't happened yet. So years it's, they've owned Mojang. Probably just happened because someone saw like, wait, why are we paying AWS for? <laughs> Finally, somebody did a <laughs> somebody, somebody did a, uh, an audit, <laughs> and they're like, whoa. 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 AWS is not cheap either. So <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that was uh, definitely something that they saw. I'm just like, we're paying for every single one of their facilities right now. <laughs> Actually, you want to know what it probably was? Is that that's not the case. It was that somebody looked at it and said, whoa, why are we paying this amount to Amazon? Well, we went to the Azure team and they wanted to, they wanted to charge us double of what AWS was. So we just stuck with AWS. I bet you that that's what it was. Because that shit happens all the all fucking the time. time. Yep. yep, all the fucking time. Instead of considering it a wash, they do this. They do that stupid bookkeeping bullshit, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, it's actually double." So we just said, "Nope, we're not going to use that." Hey, our own, the our own in-house machine shop is going to take three times as long and charge us twice as much. So we're going to have these guys build it for us. Yeah. So, anywho. all right. Yeah, I, I just couldn't believe that that hadn't happened yet, and it still isn't done. They don't expect it to to be finalized until the end of the year. <laughs> so, alrighty then. Uh, Henry Cavill has proven that he is still best boy. Best rich I'm not, boy. I'm not. <laughs> shut it. Best boy. He is best boy because of the fact that he is rich and not a douchebag. <laughs> so that is one of the reasons why he is best boy. But if you go on Instagram or pretty much like anywhere now, you can find the video of him building his PC. Part of it with a fucking GoPro on his forehead <laughs> doing one of the nerdiest fucking things you could possibly do during a PC build. <laughs> oh, and fucking up his PC build multiple times. 
And you know, like putting the processor in wrong a couple of times. <laughs> also putting his his water cooler on incorrectly three times. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's your first time, I mean, yeah. it's not exactly. Oh well, yeah, I know, but it's it, that's it's like he's doing that and he's recording him doing it and he put it all out there. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, nope. He, he like puts the processor down, goes to the clothes, like, nope, that's not working. That looks like it lines up. Nope, that's not working. (laughs) (laughs) He keeps pulling out the manual. What the fuck is going on here? (laughs) So kudos to him for putting that shit show awesome show out on the internet because it's it's totally great to see him do it himself. And realize right away that he's probably in a little bit too deep, but he's going to fucking do it anyways. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him and Terry Crews doing that was very entertaining for sure. And how, how much how much was his uh, his build? Was it 4100, Chris? Yeah, it was like 4109 is what <laughs> IGN like figured out by pricing out those components. But he had top of the line uh, everything. AMD processor Ryzen, which I think he had Inter- a Threadripper. I thought it was a Ryzen 9 is what they were kind of saying. Was it a 9? Because that's only like a $500 processor, though. Yeah, I think the processor was like $500. Well, he also had... But then the video card. The video card, and he had two one terabyte SSDs from Samsung. Those are like $250 each, Not I think. 500 bucks. He had yeah, some top-of-line... Uh, oh, how much DDR4. RAM did he have? I guess I that would be the gigs. big question. Oh, that's it? Oh, that's not that much. <laughs> So, but yeah, I mean, it all adds up when you, when you're going like 500 here, 500 there, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so. That's just 10 uh, And it was a really point, nice yeah. case. Yeah. It was a nice case. Um, he did have a good liquid cooling system. That was like $150, $200 liquid cooling system. So it's, it's really cool. You should watch him. Um, I sent it to my wife and she laughed. She's like, he's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> See, women like it too. I'm like. I'm like, I look that weird building a fucking PC and you don't say I'm so pretty. <laughs> you complain about me building a PC forever. <laughs> Anyways, um, PSA, everybody, teach your kids about money for the love of God, because some stupid teenager spent $20,000 in two weeks on Twitch Fortnite streamers. Oh, yeah. His uh, motherboard was $556. Oh, Jesus. PSU was $500. Fuck! Genuine Japanese capacitors. Yes. And then... But anyways, his monitor was Teach your kids about money, people. Oh, that includes the monitor? Yeah, monitor, mouse, keyboard. Oh, that cheapens it right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a $3,000 computer in In your system build. Come on. Yeah, that that that's a $3,000 computer. Yeah. Anywho, teach your kids about money. Don't let... The, and A... Tease him about money. B, don't let them see your bank account password because uh, the mom thinks that he saw the bank account password and was transferring money out of their savings to the debit card that they set up for him. And he just spent a fuck ton of money. And now she's trying to recuperate and is in like this endless loop of Amazon and Twitch and so the streamers. She, she spent the, the kid spent it on like donating to streamers. Yeah. Yes. Wow. And were these streamers big like or were they like? Yeah, they were all pretty big streamers oh, okay. and only two of them have responded to her. Yeah. As I of I yesterday. I wouldn't respond either. I'd be like, sure thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And, and yeah, she's going through like this whole process. Twitch hasn't responded either. The bank won't do anything Amazon's unless she Twitch. follows a case against her son 
Yeah, she has to file a lawsuit against her son in order to recuperate money. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but it's this just is like, America right there, man. Fuck. That's the most American fucking shit I've ever heard in my life. But, okay, hey, so this is son. what I was saying to Chris, though, <laughs> is that I this is what I feel like is happening every time that I'm, like, sitting there and I've got a streamer on a hype train starts. And people just start gifting subs and shit like that. And I'm like, I'm like this motherfucker gifted 50 subs. That's not a that's not a small chunk of change. That's two hundred fifty bucks right there. Yeah, mama's that's a lot card. of fucking money. Yeah, see, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> that's what it feels like is it's mom's fucking credit card and they're just spending just gobs and gobs of cash. I still like the idea of suing the kid because it'd be like, hey, sue your kid. And she's like, all right, I'm going to sue my kid. Great. We're going to take this up with a legal guardian. Hey, you're suing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I admit I'm guilty. No, we're not. We're fighting it. <laughs> Do you have to get two lawyers? <laughs> Do you, does the one lawyer tell you not to say anything to yourself? Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, don't think that. I say don't plead the that. fifth. My bitch ass said to plead don't the fifth. <laughs> so, ma'am, your son's going to have to pay back the money, but it's coming from you, so you're paying yourself. Exactly. And you have exactly. to pay we're, we're gonna, the lawyer fees. We're going to garnish your wages. We're going to garnish your wages. And then there's a fee that goes with that. So you're paying yourself back, but at a lower rate. Than so rather than losing $20,000, you're now out like 60. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get it back, but now you owe us five. I love it. I absolutely love it. This, this whole thing has a Seinfeld sitcom written all around it. This is absolutely fucking beautiful. <laughs> all right. St staying with streamers, we'll do a short one here. Uh, a streamer called Duality, which I've never watched or anything like that, but the news came up, beat Dark Souls 3 with a level one character and a fucking dance mat. Cool. I'm telling you, Jason, watch the video. It's... It's just as impressive as watching somebody with the bongo drums sure. because you're having to move around like so fucking much <laughs> just to dodge and everything for you. It was super impressive. I, I was very impressed by it, by it. And I don't even play Dark Souls three. <laughs> um, let's see here. Next uh, news came out because Ghost of Tsushima came out, which I'm assuming Jason's going to talk about it because Jason actually is the one that had the chance to play it this weekend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but news came out that about, or where everyone was talking about how they had really fast load times and the devs came out and they said, yeah, we actually could have had much faster load times. We did a really good job with the way that we sequentially or non-sequentially loaded in all the assets and everything like that. So they could load on the fly and you didn't have to worry about like loading a specific sequence every time. But the time was too short for you to read the hints and tips that we had to elongate the load times for you. Even then they're too short. Great. Even then they're too fast because I remember one, like the one of the first ones that I had a load screen because it's rare they even get a load screen. And just like the samurai rule or code and honor stands for, and I was like, stands for what? What does it stand for? <laughs> it stands for, as Chris said, solid state drive, first world problems. Exactly. <laughs> I would like that. Because also the load screens are cool, like that little, like they look like the, the ink art, you know, where it's yeah. like a, the brush and ink <laughs> art. So it looks pretty anyway, and it's just, but they're, they're gone in less than three seconds and stuff like that. And, and if you get one, I mean, even when you load up fresh, like you turn on the game the first time, you load in, hit continue, and it's just like, and you're playing. It's and yours crazy. is just a stock pro, right? 
You didn't upgrade the the drive in it. No, well, it's, I put a bigger drive in it, but it's not SSD or anything. No, it's like not that. solid. State. Yeah. It's just yeah. a regular fifty four hundred yep. RPM spinny yep, drive. Yep, yep. So yeah, that's fast. That's impressive. It's it's crazy fast. It's really impressive. And the game, well, I'll talk about it later, but it's fucking gorgeous. Well, and that's that's where we talked about uh, previously about the reason why like some people were bitching about the about some of the pop up that was in Final Fantasy fifteen or not Final Fantasy fifteen, Final Fantasy seven remake, to where uh it was blamed on the Unreal engine and the way that it handled uh all of the artifacts and and it it, it took all the assets in. So loading the assets was a chore and trying to create a hierarchy of what assets got created then ended up in like this whole fucking shit show of everything when you went from each individual section so using their own engine to make this game and then have that in, even though it might not be as flashy as the unreal engine it creates a different experience something that's a little bit faster load times now granted final fantasy 7 remakes loads like you only saw loads if you fast traveled yep yeah that was it like that that was all that you saw like it was a pretty seamless interaction well i mean you had the tunnels you the the normal this is a loading tunnel that you're running through type thing yes but it still kind of fit into the progress of going through this giant city yeah so it didn't necessarily feel like a loading tunnel or anything like that It, it just you knew that you were running through and you had to make it to an area but then there was no real like like you go to an area and i sit and wait look it can or an elevator. Yeah. Yep, the elevator. No, they, my phone. Mass the, elevator. The load times in this game are just stupid awesome. They, there's yeah. definitely no time for side imager browsing because you're bored with a load screen. No time for it. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see here. Um, uh, this is a PSA. Famous people don't want to buy your Bitcoin over Twitter, everybody. Um, <laughs> if anybody famous says, I will buy your Bitcoin at double the price, don't fucking contact them. It's someone that hacked their account. Like, it shouldn't even have to say this. Elon yeah. Musk doesn't want to buy your fucking Bitcoin. If you fell for it, you're one of the people that got through the entire, like, existence of email. How did you survive the like, pandemic? Exa- well, <laughs> the entire existence of email being like, don't click on links you don't know. You then are tech savvy enough to have both a Twitter and Bitcoin. And yet you still fell for one of the easiest scams on the face of the planet when it comes to technology. (laughs) It's just like, are you maybe needing to read a different book on how you're a special person? (laughs) (laughs) Because that was bad. And they got, I mean, they didn't get a, well, last time I checked, it was only like 60 grand or something like that. But that's still not a small amount of money. Yeah. But, no, okay. it's not. Okay, but like, like if if you took Bezos, uh, Gates, Musk, and all of their followers, that's not a small chunk of people. So I mean, if they only got sixty grand from like the millions of people that they exposed that to, that's in in all honesty pretty good. That's most but likely that was other the, scammers being like, "Fuck it, it's not my money. I'll send it." <laughs> that was the people that like that was the people that got in before like it got found out yeah, and all that shit down. got shut yeah. down. Yeah. But on the other point, the bigger thing about that is that big name fucking people got hacked on Twitter. This is what the real story is. That's the big problem. I mean, if anything, it's definitely an inside job. Someone was involved with this. That's the only way that they can come out of this without being like, "Uh, we have to completely shut down all of our shit. Because if it's if it came out that their algorithm was completely exposed and destroyed, then nobody, everyone on this planet is exposed. Your password is now known. It doesn't matter anymore. Yep, that's true. 
So, so change your password regardless. It was a good idea because I doubt Twitter is going to be too up forefront about being like, yeah, our shit was busted into and everyone's been exposed. We now know that you're all secretly gay and uh, <laughs> it would it would be no big deal. But we do know that you hate furries, and that's okay. Everybody already knows. Well, no, that now anyway. they're exposing, Eric, that you really do love furries because your alternate yes. profile that you have on Twitter is Shh. furries, furries Shh. in my mouth, furries, furries Shh. for days <laughs> at me. <laughs> I don't want to get messages on that one. <laughs> Jesus, DM dude. Me <laughs> Fuck, man. DMs are uh, open. In- in fun news skull and bones is being completely rebooted to be a sea of thieves and Fortnite competitor Competitor. oh that's amazing this this we we want to make it chris was chris was excited for this game so i what he was was like like three years ago up until a year and a half ago (laughs) up until a year and a half ago he was excited for this game then he was like, I'm no longer really excited for this. Why is this taking so long? And now it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, nobody was excited for it anymore. It was obviously a garbage game because otherwise Ubisoft would have released it. Like if, yeah. if Ubisoft just, was just was like, you know what, maybe we shouldn't release Assassin's this game. Assassin's Creed Black Flag, like... You know it was bad. Like if the, you if know that took, they will release garbage. Exactly. Like yeah. they will release hot garbage at a moment's notice. And they were ready. And Looking the at you, watchdogs. And then they were just like, "Nah, we're just gonna add blackjack and hookers to it, and hopefully it'll sell it to somebody." Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's supposed to. It looks like it's gonna be a free to play Sea of Thieves, which is not free to play. Hilariously enough, you have we're to buy the game and the also have Xbox so Game Pass. Stop mm-hmm. deving on it. Or not Game Pass, uh, Xbox Live. Um, All right. uh, If you want to see why ray tracing is good, there is a there is a patch that somebody made or a mod for Final Fantasy 15 that does faux ray tracing and it looks fucking pretty. Just Google that. It's it's worth looking at. So Um, Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2 on the PS5 should look pretty good. It should. I mean, if, if they just put it into Unreal 5. Yeah, just update it. <laughs> like, that's it. All they got to do is put it into Unreal 5. We've already seen how pretty that fucking looks. Yeah. So. <laughs> and Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 7 Remake already looked almost as good. That is really it was pretty. A pretty fucking game. It was a very pretty game. Yeah. Uh, pretty much... Fairly soon after we recorded the last podcast, Tencent knocked Sony out of their bid for Warframe, which we actually talked about on the last (laughs) podcast that Sony was bidding for it. So, yeah, that's gone. Um, All welcome our new Chinese warlords. Um, I don't think I need to go over that list of who Tencent owns, do I? Do we need to do that again? No. No. Go listen to the last podcast, people. You'll remember why it is that we don't like that idea. Um, let's see here. Uh, Amazon's MMO New World has been pushed back to 2021, which shocks nobody. I can't wait for this one to be free to play mm-hmm. and on the same level as Fortnite and Sea of Thieves. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a Far Cry 6 coming out now, which actually has, uh, I'm spacing on the guy's name, but uh, he was basically the big bad guy that ended up being for most of uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, thank you. Um, it's like Esposito or something like that. I like Giancarlo Esposito or something like that. Um, Los, Herm- Los Hermanos. Owner. Yeah, Los Hermanos. Um, Lo- Los Poyos. Oh, Poyos yeah, Hermanos. Los Poyos Hermanos. Yeah, Los Poyos Hermanos, the Chicken Brothers. Um, but it's Giancarlo Esposito, if I remember right, is his name. Uh, super cool 
creepy looking guy if you remember him from anything that he's ever been in um and it's rumored that it's going to be a far cry 3 prequel which was their last time that they had a really good like pro antagonist yeah mm -hmm. and it looks like his son is going to be the the antagonist from far cry 3 eh, adopted he's not actually related well but yeah still son yeah Adopted is still son asshole. No, I meant I meant like there's no blood there. I guarantee <laughs> it's you that it's still not his kid. son asshole. I meant like being it's not adopted his doesn't kid. make you less of a kid. <laughs> no, it just makes you a monster. It's fine. <laughs> As apparently this game's trying to set up for. So yeah. Eric, who's really winning this argument? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I'm pretty sure that that's that that's part of the whole uh, nature over nurture argument. It's actually nurture over nature. Um, if you have a if you have a fucking egomaniacal asshole for a father, whether you're blood or not, you're probably going to end up being that. Hey, you know what? I think it's <laughs> a good time for a PSA, and that is just beat your kids, and everything will work out all right. Do do maybe. Do -do. <laughs> a lot of those guys beat their kids and they don't. All right, Sometimes don't beat you beat your kids, your kids and they beat turn your out kids good. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But not too much. Beat your kids the right amount. The right amount. <laughs> Just enough to fear you, but not so much that they don't love don't you. Don't leave marks. That, does that sound right? <laughs> don't leave marks. Yeah. Well, don't leave marks is just a general rule of thumb in like all of that because <laughs> that's how you get CPS called you, on you. You would hope that most people know that, but unfortunately that's not true. <laughs> Fuck, I'm getting CPS called on me. <laughs> <laughs> Make your children a shit ton of curry. Don't put them in the shed behind your house. There you go. Yes. Just for race. Ronan loves curry. <laughs> yeah, Ronan loves curry. It's good. Don't worry about it. And he doesn't have a shed, so he's safe. <laughs> and I make... I make just as much curry as the MILF Ani race. <laughs> <laughs> curry for days. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll amend my uh, PSA. Just make your kids curry. Yeah, yeah just make your kids curry. Just make your that's kids it. curry. Thank you. Yeah, they won't go bad. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, second to last, Phil Spencer has said that PS5 exclusives are counter to what gaming is about. I mean, he's not wrong in the fact. He's also that, yeah. not right. He's also not right. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> no consoles are meant to be having exclusives to make you want to buy a specific console. That's the idea of the whole nature of it all. But the idea of like, hey, can we all just have one giant harmony system that can play everything, and then the real competitors are just the gaming producers? Of course, that makes way more sense, and and is a lot more fun. But you know, until the holodeck is invented and takes over everything. We have our But even that, the holodeck's still going to get upgrades and games aren't going to be able to run on it. No, holodeck's all-inclusive. It's No, the holodeck will still get upgraded. Then you just go holodeck, run, upgrade, holodeck, holodeck and I'll be like... Yeah, yeah cool. the holodecks on, on different versions of the Enterprise all got upgraded, like, as you went along. And you used to see, like, way more features. Like, the holodeck on Voyager had way more features than you ever saw on on enterprise and that was totally not because the writers couldn't think of it beforehand it was all because of technological advancements <laughs> but the thing is is it's like okay one shut the fuck up phil spencer because you have a competitor and stop trying to say that they're not your competitor and stadia is your competitor this cloud service they're your competitor a don't be pissed off about the fact that they have exclusive games and that they're exclusive to specific to their new console when you have games that have been sitting in development for so fucking long that they were originally made to work on the Xbox the Xbox One and the Xbox One X. So now you have to release them on that because that's where their whole fucking platform is developed on. Like, don't be pissed off about that shit. 
You haven't released a real fucking good first party game in what two years now? That's what I was gonna ask. I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're just upset that Sony's releasing games. Because how fucking long has the Halo game been in development? Well, a couple years, but that's not the point of it. Because I mean, even like Ghost of Tsushima was uh, uh, in development for six years. No, 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 six years total. But it was only announced two years two ago. years ago. Yeah. But Halo, yeah. like we know that they've been working on it for fucking ever, and well, they were the not Halo working game. on yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, they're, but and Ghost of Tsushima though is a PS4 game. Yeah. So it came out like it was. It's been in development for a very long time, and it came out on PS4. It's the same thing as the stupid Xbox uh, Xbox fanboys on Twitter that were bitching about all the things and whatnot. Like, oh, look at that, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, we have Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima. Like, yeah, those games don't look anything like what's coming out in the Series X. Like, yeah, because they're PS4 games. games. <laughs> so, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Don't fucking don't fucking bitch about that. The one nice thing that Phil Spencer <laughs> has said, though, over the last two weeks is that Series X upgrades should be free and you shouldn't charge for an upgrade from an Xbox One game to a Series X game. They're doing a lot of consumer friendly stuff, not company friendly, but consumer friendly. Well, they have to do something to keep people around. Because honestly, if I bought bought a a Xbox One X last year or two years ago, even I'd be fucking pissed. I'd be like, I bought the ultimate gaming machine to play only three-year-old games. It's just like, what are you... Like, I'd be angry right now. Yeah. They're, they're, they're in the a better other thing place right now than they were sec. when they were launching the one. So the other Good, thing better, better that... Decisions, I guess. I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. what the velocity... Here it is. Um, so... The other thing is they came out with a video and I totally forgot to put this in there of the velocity system and whatnot. And I'm trying to remember exactly how much faster they said in the video. God, I'd have to pull the video up to see exactly. But they said a number and it's like 50 times faster or something like that of a solid state drive than what's in the Xbox One X. And it's like, okay, I would hope that it is because Sony's saying that the PS5 is 256 times faster or something like that. It's like in the hundreds of speed difference between the PS4 Pro hard drive. Yeah, but they're, they're probably it. saying from release uh, PlayStation 2 because that was like a really shitty drive. <laughs> Do what? Nah, I'm just fucking around. Well, no, they, they were saying, like, they were giving numbers in comparison to the PS4 Pro. Oh, Pro, and, Pro, Pro, Yeah, and the Xbox One, uh, 40 times faster than, than, or 40 times faster throughput than the Xbox One. Like they came out with that video. I'm like, that's not the number that you want to throw out there when Sony's already like when you're trying to tout your velocity engine is what's going to set you apart and is going is what makes things faster. Like that number right there is already a slower number. Granted, they do have a faster processor. They do have faster memory and same speed GPU. Is that right? Uh, or is it same speed processor, faster GPU? I think they have a, at least more teraflops in the GPU. They have more powerful GPU. Yeah. More powerful GPU, basically the same processor. Yeah. Um, But that solid state drive is going to be one of the big things. And then there's other things that they started talking about of hardware accelerated decompression and stuff like that that goes in there. That's one of those things that much like what we talked about with the PS5, proof will be in the pudding. I need to actually see it in action and and see what's going on in order to figure that out. But I I mean, kudos to them for coming up with like this whole thing and, and giving a 
a name to something even before they give something to xCloud. (laughs) (laughs) They fucking trademarked the Velocity architecture before they even trademarked the the actual name for (laughs) xCloud. Gotta keep you all guessing. Or have they? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Or have they? Um, But yeah, it's... You know, I I really... I want to see the difference between the two. Um, Right now, I feel like they're going to be on par in total performance given like the ups and downs of each one. And the bigger question will be is how long they keep that performance up. Like will one be able to edge the other out because of certain things? We'll have to see. Um, Last but not least, uh, Nacon Connect happened, which is uh, Nacon's like digital only event where they only did their games. If you don't know who Nacon is, they kind of were... It was like a little hardware subsidiary of Big Ben, right? And then they just decided to buy a bunch of stuff and put everything under the Nacon name. So now like everything that was Big Ben. Focus. Yeah, they bought a lot of stuff from Focus as well. Um, But yeah, everything that was under Big Ben goes goes under the Nacon name now and everything like that. So they did some weird thing where they... And companies do this. I mean, this isn't like the first time that I've ever seen this happen to where they come up with a subsidiary and then they're just like, oh, okay, yeah, we like this one better. So we're just going to switch everything to this. And it's all going to be that. And it's going to be this this new fresh name that's going to like you're going to come out and you're just going to see it everywhere, which is smart because you see it in gaming peripherals. You see it on the official pro controllers for the PS4. Uh, You see it on a lot of like steering wheels. You see it on a lot of racing games. So they're really in and like their name is out there if you're paying attention to who makes stuff. Um, But they've released or they showed off four pretty good games on the Nacon Connect. Uh, The first one that Chris reminded me of that we were just talking. I was like, well, you had me at at revolutionary era automatons yeah <laughs> and that's steel rising which is cool because it's it's uh queen was it queen elizabeth and king louis the 14th or whatever yeah and king louis like, french like that it was like revolution. that whole thing yeah the french revolution type stuff um which with an automaton that you'll be able to upgrade and go in different routes yeah because you're the bodyguard of stuff. queen who's an automaton yeah which is going to be really cool. And they were doing like this whole thing, apparently, because they were saying that Louis the Fourteenth was like really big into mechanical things. And it was like in, if he decided to really just focus on that, like maybe he'd make these war machines, <laughs> which is it's an interesting way of retelling history. Yep, and send them on a rampage to stop the revolution at the yep. early stages. <laughs> I'm I'm fine with that. I want to play this game. It looks cool. Yeah, it's from it Spiders, who like, uh, their last major game was Greedfall, which I love. So, yeah, I was super stoked so. on it. They kind of said it's supposed to be a little more action packed than that, as well as trying to do more fluid of going in and out of combats, a lot more of kind of the same kind of fluid things. You can climb up on balconies and that kind of stuff, adding some more verticality to it, and just so should be pretty interesting. I think. I'm looking forward to it. It looks good. I want to see some real gameplay yeah, for it. Rather than just the um, cinematic. Right now they only showed that little like yeah, they showed that little like trailer and then they did a pretty good like interview with the with the the producer and CEO, yeah. I think, of Spider, right? Um, which is cool. Then they showed off Rogue Lords, which is this really weird uh um 
New England like witch hunt era, like the Salem witch trials era thing where you play as the devil <laughs> and you control all of your like minions. And it's a roguelike game set where you've got like, you know, your people on one side and, and the other the enemy on the other side and you fight. But one of the cool things is they're like, yeah, you're the devil. So, yeah, you can cheat and do whatever the hell you want. It doesn't really matter. So you can stop time and like heal your people and do all sorts of stuff and basically cheat your way through the game, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, it's got a very uh, Tim Burton-esque like art style. And they even said like, we really like when we were thinking about what we wanted to do, we really liked seeing the the old school Tim Burton stuff as far as like uh, Sleepy Hollow and what was the 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 corpse bride and all that stuff. So they've got that very like cool aesthetic going, which I thought was cool. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade coming out uh, in 2021 on PS4, Xbox, PS5, Xbox Series X, stuff like that, which it's Vampire the Masquerade. It's going to be really cool. They've already talked about that, though. I mean, like, they've, yeah. they've been going on about that for a little while. Um, and that the one that got me super excited because we finally have a fucking release date for it is Werewolf, which is going to be isn't awesome. Isn't the one where the... Too bad it's February next year. <laughs> isn't this the one where the developer or whatever the guy is talking spoke really fast? No, he just, uh, he apologized for his shitty, his shitty French accent. He's pretty French. <laughs> well, no, 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 in the... No, no, the in this one, they, no, I was pissed because they didn't do any interviews with them. Well, they showed the fucking I, trailer and they didn't do any interviews with any devs. I was pissed. Or was it, where or was it, maybe it was Vampire, where the guy talked really fast and the translator had to try it to It was keep Vampire. Up. Yeah. yeah, it was Vampire. And the, they had a couple other ones because they were like really fast talking French people. Yeah. But Werewolf was the one that I did an interview with years ago when they were like first in like pre-production for the whole thing. And the guy apologized for his shitty French accent. <laughs> And I said, that's all right, as long as you don't like my shitty American accent. <laughs> and then we laughed and we shook hands. And it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> We're best friends now. But I'm super stoked for Werewolf finally having a release date. And it looks even more polished. Like, graphically, it looks more polished than it did at E3 last year, which is good because it still looked a little clunky. Didn't look nearly as bad as it did the year before. But it still looks a little clunky or it looked a little clunky last year and it's very polished. I still like the fact that you can transform between human, full wolf, and then like werewolf, like beast rage mode, which is cool. Um, but that's it. Jason didn't really like anything from that because Jason doesn't like anything. <laughs> these None of these games are out yet. I don't have an opinion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm going to obviously watch them and play them as they come out. But yeah, that's, that's my whole mm. thing. But we got to talk about news, and that's news. It's three new games, well, two new games that got announced, and one new game that got a release date, and then another game that we knew was going to happen, and it's Vampire the Masquerade. They're fucking crazy-ass games. So, yay. yay. <laughs> Chris, what did you play? Uh, so I played some Grim Dawn, which I kind of talked about. Grim Dawn. Yes, which I kind of mentioned okay. last time. About a couple of games I picked up in Steam sale. I kind of played some of those. Uh, so I want to play Grim Dawn, which is an action RPG Diablo style made by former developers of Titan Quest on the Titan Quest engine. And you can tell. Um, so like the level up system is... <laughs> and let's not say it's bad. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. You, can, you can tell that there were former Titan Quest developers or that it was on this really old engine? <laughs> that they're former Titan Quest developers. And maybe oh, okay. a little bit some engine because, <laughs> like, it plays a lot like Titan Quest, just not in you know ancient Greece. Okay. So, 
you don't choose your class in the beginning. You don't choose your class till you level up for the first time, which has got a very some like eight different classes right now because it's got all the DLC and shit like that. Um, but as you level up, you get to choose some attribute points like in strength and that kind of stuff. And then you also have your skill tree, where in Titan Quest it went vertical. Here it goes horizontal. Other way. You 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 showed horizontal. Well, no, vertical. vertical. They went up, <laughs> vertical, and then it went horizontal. Oh, that's not what I was gathering oh, yeah. from the way that you positioned <laughs> your hands. <laughs> you're like, it went vertical, and then it went horizontal. I'm like, that's, so you no, got that's like not three how that skill works. points to put in. <laughs> so you got to put them down on this bar that then gets you additional attribute points, stuff like that, and then unlocks that row, or in this case, columns of skills, and then you can put points in there as you kind of go through. Um, so it's a lot more depth like Diablo 3, which is nice. I like this kind of way. But there's also like these shrines here where it unlocks like this almost a uh, star thing, whatever. The celestial kind of bodies where you kind of put points into them as you kind of unlock these. Oh, okay. You get your stuff and you unlock like, hey, here's the Taurus or that kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. So they actually does celestial bodies where yeah. you have to complete the constellation and, and then go through that and then that unlocks something. Yeah, so that's like another kind of way to level up your character as well. Like, oh, here's 10% health or 10% or plus 10 offensive ability or something like that. Um, there's also full Diablo 2 mod that I'm going to try for this. So, and being that's on the Titan Quest engine with the, some old Titan Quest developers... I'm really enjoying that game as a Diablo style. And then the other game I played was some Titanfall 2. <laughs> which and it's awesome. Of course. Yeah, and yeah. it's awesome. Uh, I haven't played Titanfall 2 since at E3. It was like, like the EA play, and I actually played on team oh, with Jesus. developers. And I was third on my team that match, which I felt pretty good because I never really played Titanfall 1. So I wanted this not knowing what I'm doing playing against with with developers. It's completely different. Yeah, but Titanfall Two is good. I enjoyed it. Um, definitely worth the pickup. Uh, the third game by pick- <laughs> if you if you've been under a rock for like three years yeah. and haven't played Titanfall Two yet. <laughs> yeah, it's news breaking news flash. I beat it first. We we endorsed that game. Yes, <laughs> it's now on Steam. Uh, I did pick up a game like yesterday I played for a little bit last night because Netflix is coming out with an anime for it and Wout from Evolve loves it and it was dirt cheap. So Oh, I, I was going to say, I'm like, wait, you couldn't play Cyberpunk yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, no, I guess I'll try it, see what this is about before the anime comes out in like, what, two, three months, which is Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen. <laughs> <laughs> you never played Dragon's Dogma? No. I never did either because you played it and you weren't a huge fan of it. I wasn't a huge fan of it. It was a weird ass game. People loved the shit out of it. Because I remember, yeah, because I think Matt picked it up. Which makes me think I should have played it. And I remember people shitting on it at the beginning because it had a lot of issues, which Darker Reason I think is like the remake or like updated Mm -hmm. and they fixed a lot of that shit. Remastering type of Yeah, fixed a lot of the issues that they had with it. So, but it's definitely an interesting game. It's one of those games where you go through and you play the entire game and then you beat the final boss and you're like, good job. Now here's the actual game. <laughs> it's just like, wait, what? And it's like, yeah, it's this thing over here. Everything you've been working for, that's behind you now. Don't worry about that. This is the actual game now. It's yeah. like, 
but my stuff, all the stuff I did. No, 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 no. Don't worry about that. This pit now is where you're at. Live. Well, I mean, it is a kind of Western open world RPG made by JRPG developers. Yeah, it's, so uh, it's, it's like, interesting. oh, yeah, you're going to fight the dragon. Oh, yeah, now you got to go fight these gods and shit. So, yeah, definitely a JRPG take on a Western I guess. Which, I mean, that's what, like, Wild Arms was. Yeah. It's more... It's different. It's... it's. Well, but I mean, like, that's that's a JRPG take on, like, old school Western, but, sure. like, more traditional Western. It's one of those games where it's just, like... I didn't remember having just, like, a crap load of fun the, at the time that I was playing it. I remember beating the shit out of it. I played it to death. But... While I don't ever like want to be like go back to it or have fond memories of it, it's one of those games that I'll constantly think about just randomly. Like, <laughs> oh, that's like that's like Dragon's Dogma or Dragon's Dogma did that pretty well. It was just like, why am I thinking about Dragon's Dogma? <laughs> like that one girlfriend that just won't get out of your mind because she just sucked a mean dick. And it's just like, <laughs> you know what? I just can't stop thinking about it sometimes. No, she actually, from what it sounds like you said, she gave an interesting blowjob. <laughs> she had a very interesting approach to the blowjob. It wasn't necessarily a bad blowjob. It was different. There's like balloons involved. It was crazy. Sometimes you'd get like a ice cube and it'd go under your nutsack. And it, I mean, it's weird. But it got the job done, right? <laughs> and there's Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're doing, but all right. <laughs> oh, man, we need to make sure we tag Wout in this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, anything else, Chris? Uh, no, that's about it. All right. I'll go next just because I have some real games. Not that you didn't play real games, Chris. Just just, just old games. It, review copies. More current. Yeah. More current. More current yeah. games. Um, games. Right, so I have a few come out. In the last yeah, games few that years. are actually just came out or yeah are, aren't aren't from <laughs> what, almost at last least gen. three years old. <laughs> <laughs> at the newest, Dark, Dragon's Dogma is last gen. So it, whatever, it's all good. Titanfall Two um, is like the newest game I played. That's, yeah, that's a good point. That's crazy. All right, you're fired. Um, Krypton's had updates. So yeah, I played a few. <laughs> I'm good. Um, I played a few games. Um, first and foremost, I got a review copy of Super Liminal. Um, Super Liminal is that uh, um, first-person puzzle game uh, made by Pillow Castle, and we got it from Evolve. And uh, oh, not Evolve. I keep saying that. Um, but anyway, they, they did a fantastic... No, we got it from Evolve. Did we get it from Evolve? Yeah, Super Liminal came from Evolve. Oh, you're right. God, I keep getting them mixed up. Anyway. Uh, By the way, we it, we got it for free. It was review copy. That's all I'm trying to this say. This is what we thought there about There we go. <laughs> uh, Pillow Castle, developer, publisher for it. Um, it is a first-person uh, puzzle game where you are literally in a dream, within a dream. So think like Inception and stuff like that. Only your only goal here is to escape. You need to escape your dream. And the only direction you can go is deeper. And you keep going deeper and deeper. So you end up having a dream within a dream within a dream. And stuff starts getting weird and more super liminal. In <laughs> <laughs> the fact that, you know, it's it, the puzzles get more and more crazy and forcing you to think outside the box of what real reality is. And I got to say, this is probably my favorite first-person puzzler game since Portal, like the original Portal. Like, I haven't laughed, chuckled, 
uh, uh, been like, what? Like had those like aha moments more than I did with Portal with Superliminal right here. Okay. So, okay. So I was going to say like you had, you really liked playing, um, God, uh, God, I gave it a fucking award at the end of last, last year too. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you really liked playing that game, but I once you said like laughed and whatnot, I'm like, okay, that makes more sense then. Like that game was very artsy. Yeah, it was very artsy. Superliminal is is more that, that was is more, more like, like Portal. Yes, this is more like Portal, more like an enjoyable experience all around, rather than just being like, hey, here's your next broom with the puzzle in. And while Superliminal was like that, it was just so weird in how you had to do things where you would see a shadow of something and be like, hey, that's weird. I wonder if I can like walk around the shadow. Instead of walking around a shadow, it'd actually be a door and the door would take you into a room where there'd be a chess piece. And you'd be like, oh, that chess piece is all the way down at the end of the hallway. I better start walking towards it. But in fact, it's actually right there in front of your face and you just run into it. It's the uh, that room in in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory before they get into the Chocolate Factory. Like it's that, but an entire game. It's it's that. It's, but it's also it's like more Monument than Valley. That. It's all perspective things and weird things. And you can even take from what I saw because I didn't get a chance to play it. Is that you can take like something that is small and make it big just by perspective, right? Right. That's that's a big part yeah. of it is a perspective aspect because the entire theme of the game is perception is reality. And yeah. there's rethink like... Rethink how you see rethink, things. Like how you look at this, like make that true. Like there's one, there's even some, pos- uh, some puzzles that are just like the solution, which I don't really want to go into, is interesting because you have to prove that something isn't something and then the opposite becomes true. Where if you're just like, hey, I'm going to go do this because that's what I think is the right thing, then it'll be like, nope, you don't do that. It'll, it won't work. But if you're just like, I'm going to prove what's wrong first, because if this is wrong, then the opposite must be true. And there's just stuff like that that's really kind of interesting on how they make you rethink about it. Um, a lot of like, I'm sure you've seen like the chalk art where they like draw chalk like really elongated and from a certain angle, it looks 3D. A lot of that aspect going on. Or it looks on. like it's real, like Look, you're yeah, like right, you're going right to fall yeah. down into the concrete. A lot of stuff like that that you're just kind of like, it's real trippy. I mean, it's all in your, it's all in a dream. So it's in a mindscape type thing. You're moving through this. Um, I just had an absolute blast. I was smiling the entire time. I, I There's a few puzzles that I was just like, oh man, that's amazing. You know, thankfully, like, you know, getting through it, I was able to figure them all out without having to look anything up, which is good. It's always a good ego boost. But it also tells me that none of them were so insanely hard out of the box thinking that you couldn't just kind of. All I heard is that Jason looks up how to solve puzzles in games like a fucking (laughs) noob. Not normally, but I mean, if I'm trying Uh to get through something, I will. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, Uh huh. You can do what I do. I got to a fucking puzzle and it was real fucking hard and I sat on it for three hours until I finally beat it. Good (laughs) job, Eric. Why don't you just masturbate more on this podcast so you can just say how good you are? Because that's not the point of this. Um, I'm not good at it, actually. No, you're not. Really I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm just better. Meanwhile, at I'll just not figure it out in the up. five minutes that it's supposed to take, and say that hey, to make cheater. other people feel better about it, you can look stuff up mm-hmm. if you want it. Anyway, Shut up, cheater, fucker. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a great game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, the 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 commentary is just dry enough to keep you like intrigued, but not like that you feel like they're stepping on to like a portal thing. So it's obvious that they're not trying to be satire, but it is funny enough that it's like wanting to move along. Uh, the puzzles sometimes are there. There's uh, what I also like is that there's hidden stuff everywhere and different 
areas you can get to depending on how you solve the puzzle. So you can definitely move through this. You can actually beat the entire game in a half hour, which is crazy to think about. Uh, my first run, it took me about three. And uh, um, you can, there's plenty of people that'll do it in just over or one. There's trophies for doing speedruns like that, but you got to be moving. You can't be exploring. Yeah, and once you know how to once you know how, how to, to do, do it, puzzle, yeah, it's, it's yeah, obviously it's like, makes a lot more fun, uh, a lot more sense. But there's there's uh, there's like a horror like episode where you're you're being chased by a murderer type thing, but you're obviously not. I mean, it's a dream, right? So yeah. I mean, you're just trying to to build this up. At any point, could you sit there, stop, and then lay down on a bench and go to sleep, and then come out of the dream? No, the well, horror one technically. Oh. Technically, the, the the way you beat a quote unquote level is you wake up and but you're waking up by going to the next dream and you're continuing to go deeper instead. And they do a lot of great Inception things. style. It, very much Inception style. Like there's so many times where, you know, you're going to solve a puzzle, you hit like the button or you put the item where it needs to go. And then the room completely changes your perspective of how that room was by either just like shifting a little bit or turning everything into like a 3D image that's been printed on the ground. And you're just like, whoa, what just happened? Like, so you'll put a, a piece down, you'll turn into like a flat image, but you won't be able to tell from where you're standing until you move. You're just like... I got to get through this way. I can't get through here because everything's blocking me. But if you move, suddenly you realize that, oh, no, nothing's blocking me. It's all <laughs> just flat on the ground and it just looks like it's blocking me. So um, very different. Uh, a lot of different things that I haven't seen in a puzzle game before. Uh, I couldn't put it down the entire time, smiling the entire time. And that alone was well worth uh, um, anything about getting into it and the price of admission because it's just one of those fun games. Plus... Like I said, there's a lot of hidden items in there and a lot of hidden places that you can get to. And so the replayability is there. Like even if you do master the actual main puzzle, you could probably still spend a lot of time finding. So I think I only found like five or six of the hidden chess pieces and like four of the star rooms because they're like hidden, hidden. Like you have to like really be understanding what you're trying to find uh, to find these rooms and uh, or yeah, chess pieces. So, I mean, there's plenty that you could do to spend some time to get through it. Um, with that in mind, and like I said, it is uh, one of my favorite uh, now puzzle first-person games that I've played. I definitely, if you're looking for that puzzle aspect of a game and something that's going to challenge you differently, uh, I definitely will put it as a 9.5 out of 10. I enjoy What if I tell you it's a $20 game? Yeah, that nine, that's why that even take that yeah. into Okay, I, I'm just making sure you didn't say anything about price, so I was like No, sorry. I wasn't it's, sure if you looked at the price. I said price of admission and I was uh, uh assuming that everyone knew. Anyway, yes, $20 game. It, I'd pay less for a shitty movie to go on a date and be less entertained. It was <laughs> So okay, that's, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, dude, it was so much fun. And my wife was sitting there and watch me like she helped me out with some puzzles, you know, just to be like, hey, what would you do with this? Uh, why don't you move that fan over there? Uh, it's a shame if that fan wasn't bigger. Well, what if I made it bigger? <laughs> oh, shit. You know, it just just like in bed. What if I make it bigger? And uh, it that's works, not going to happen. It all works out. It all works out well. And yeah, she's just like, hey, <laughs> you can't. And, well, um, <laughs> Let me pull out that penis pump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my uh, um, the only downside I would say and I don't know if this is because it's on the console because I played it on the PS4 and it was originally a PC title is that if an item was interact if you could interact with an item the, um, the ridicule would change so the icon like your little like view icon would change into like a hand so you knew that you could interact with this item which in rooms that there was a lot of items or the puzzle was to move stuff around that wasn't that big of a deal 
but in some rooms it was just like, oh, you're in a dead end. What are you going to do now? Oh, wait, here's this here's this mirror I can adjust around. So obviously the solution is this, right? So I wish that they didn't have like that, like, hey, you can touch this icon for everything. Because I think it would add a little bit more like, I'm going to click on fucking everything until I can move something. I'm sure that it probably did that on the PC version as well when you move the mouse over it. Um, it is worth noting that this is an Epic Game Store only title until what looks like November. Oh, wow. So definitely it buy it on the Steam. on the Switch or the PS4 instead then. <laughs> unless <laughs> unless you want Chinese malware. Unless you want Chinese malware. Uh. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the crap out of it. Um, next up was v- Void T-R-R-L-M. Terrarium. It's Terrarium. <laughs> void Terrarium. Shut the fuck up, Eric. This yeah. is my it's, it's Void Terrarium. It's just really, it's a really fucking convoluted. Like, void there's no point in even trying to say what they said. Apostrophe open, apostrophe close. Yeah, it's fucking Semicolon forward slash forward slash Void Terrarium. Um, so Void Terrarium is very interesting. It is, you are a robot that suddenly gains sentience or be, is, becomes reactivated. You walk for five feet and you run into another robot that is, uh, built into the ground who then tells you, Hey, the apocalypse happened. This spore took over the entire world. And I'm actually the robot that was supposed to be in charge of the spore. And I accidentally killed the entire human race. What was me? So glad you're here now that we can and we can be best buddies and talk forever. Meanwhile, you as the little robot uh, find a human uh, in a glass bottle nearby. And you're just like, hey, here's this uh, little girl. And the other robot's like, what? This, uh, this of little, age, little girl's name. Of age girl. No, I don't think she was. There's We're just going to say it's of age. <laughs> well, I don't think she's actually human. She's got shit growing out of her eye and horns. So <laughs> I don't think any of it matters. And, and uh, it, was it never, still matters to the FBI. Thank you very never, much. No, it's not a waifu game, man. It is. It is not a waifu game. It is nowhere near like they don't. They don't over sexualize this at all. It's also child entrapment. It, well, I mean, because <laughs> at the end of the day, you're taking care of it because the entire premise of this game is that you're building a terrarium for the human. You're feeding it and you're uh, cleaning up after it and taking care of it. The very first levels where you are then have to go out into the world and explore, and I'll explain that later, they're like, hey, you know, come back, try to feed the child whenever you can and stuff like that. And the robot in the ground gives you, a, hey, here's a handy dandy tool so you can look up the status of uh, Toriko is the, is the child's name of your child's name uh, back home so that you can keep a, keep track of her while you're out exploring. Touch and coma. it's literally or a little coma, LCD screen that's in the bottom left hand corner of your, of your, of your monitor. And it's a, a touch coma. Yeah. It's a little Tamagotchi. 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 And uh, touch coma is the robot. And I was getting yes. robot over, it. but it's a little Tamagotchi. Literally. This is a Tamagotchi game because it has, her just little like little gif version of her little sprite dancing around in the tamagotchi screen it's got little stink piles that you have to make sure you clean up all the time (laughs) and it'll tell you when she starts to get hungry that you have to come back and feed her food this is literally a a giant game of tamagotchi now while that tamagotchi part is there the rest of it is a roguelite rpg and what's weird about it is that in the terrarium and in where you're dealing with the human and the uh, Toriko and the robot in the ground, 
Um, it's all 2D. All 2D, beautiful art, fantastic uh, visuals and stuff like that. You go exploring, it becomes isometric and a grid-based RPG, a tactical RPG. So if you move, enemies move. If you attack, enemies then attack. So it's one of those like, hey, every time you move, everything else moves. If you stand still and do nothing, nothing happens. So it's more more of a little tactical roguelite RPG. Like a dance. Um, like a dance. Uh, you then will progress through levels of the dungeon, collecting items, food, uh, upgrades, all kinds of stuff like that that you can then use to get further in the level. What's different is that from other roguelike games um, where you find different stuff on your explorations that you can equip and, and help you level up, each time you yourself level up, you get a random ability that you can then assign to yourself. So you uh, pick whatever you want. If you want to have more attack, if you want to have more defense, if you want to have double attack chance, you know, all kinds of random stuff that'll help you uh, progress in the, in the moving through the levels. What's cool and also crappy about that is it'll make it that you'll either have a run where you are OP as fuck and you can just run, train, single hit everything. You'll get through the whole uh, uh, 20 to 50 levels that a, 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 a map can have and just be like, this was boring as hell. At the other half, you'll get on there and you'll get nothing for a drop and you'll be struggling the entire time. You'll be using every item that you possibly can, literally throwing health vials at, at enemies because it does slightly little damage to them just to get them off your ass so you can continue to move along. So then you guess you try to progress and then you die, obviously, because you're just not going to make it. And so then you feel like you're wasting a little bit of time. Isn't that how most roguelites are, though? Yes and no. So yes, because you can use your abilities of what you find for your uh, equipment, but no, because what it's doing is it's increasing your base stats is what the random stuff it d does. So the other half of the RPG is that you can build stuff for the terrarium for the girl to enjoy. Really, it, all it does is you're just decorating it yourself just to make it look pretty. Now, to motivate you, what you can do is anytime you build something new for the first time, that increases your base stats to your robot. So if you want to build like a tree, great, now you have five extra HP. Or if you build like little rocks that you can put all over the place, sweet, here's two extra attack points. So that did help me not feel like that it was just like a random roll if I was going to be able to actually attack and hurt anybody in a, in a map rather than just wishing upon the randomness of of the roles but at the end of the day it still was just like you're either going to have a great run or you're going to have a real shitty run and there's not much that you can do to control it now yes you're right there's a lot of that randomness to most uh roguelike games and stuff like that but you can at least do something to keep leveling yourself up or get like you're getting some progression where if you failed in a shitty one, I never felt like I was getting anywhere. Like uh, Children of Morta does just such a great job and it's hard to, to come back from that on this one. So the thing that you were talking about is like building things out that is actually a lot like what uh, a small thing that they had in Bloodstained for making food. And it's like the first time that you made an entree and ate the food, you got a boost to some stat. Right. Or some stats, like one to two or three. And it's like some of it would be like plus 10 HP or plus 50 HP, but it would be like plus one magic or plus one luck or something like that. So that's very similar to that, which is cool. I thought that was, I thought that was cool, except for the fact that you know that there's a limited amount of right. boosts that you get. Right. And you get you get to end game and it's very evident that you're getting to end game. And uh, um, you can't really progress any further. And uh, um, I mean, there's end game stuff like at the end of game but once you get to end game uh it is 
a hard choice to make. And I will say that the storyline, that's a rough story. And it's not just all cutesy, funsy, I am I'm raising a little girl in a glass bubble. You know, no, 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 no. There, there's some hard things you have to do as a, a I, little robot. I get some very, uh, what was that fucking anime vibes from this? Uh, Made in the Abyss. A little bit. I, I get, I get some saying. very Made in the Abyss vibes from this looking at it. Even the art style. Yeah, like the I girl the looks style. a little bit like like that, and it's like you vary that. And when if I look at that, I'm like, yeah, bad things seem like they're gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> um, the music was spot on. Each level has its own song, uh, and the terrarium area has great music. The, I would listen to the soundtrack all the time. Catchy tunes get stuck in your head, but not annoying that they could just be like, oh, I just need to mute the music. So that was good, especially because... Do I need to message NIS to see if I can get a digital copy yes, of the soundtrack please. for you? Yes, please. Because I don't think... Did we say that we got this as a review we copy? We did not. I, I did remember. not. I totally forgot about that. This is a review <laughs> copy I also received from uh, Nipponichi Software, uh, NIS. Yeah. And uh, um, it is... Yeah, also a free one that we got. So that's uh, the main reason for everything. But anyway, um, enjoyed it. Uh, Storyline was was in, engaging enough to keep you going forward. I wish that you had a little bit more control of what you could set up before going in because you go in naked every single time then it's just going to be your base stats. And you can do upgrades to make it that you can have better chances of stuff, which is kind of interesting. So that's kind of where they want you to do. Um, can gamify the the kind of. I mean, bit. well, I mean, it wouldn't be an NIS game if there wasn't some heavy grinding to do. So the whole yeah. point that they want is they want you to grind out to get a bunch of stuff that you can use to build your blueprints that you can then fine tune what your random drops are going to be as you level up, and that's that's the goal. And obviously, that would take five hundred plus hours. I'm not gonna I'm not <laughs> gonna do that right now for maybe maybe in the future maybe in the future but I mean that's that's your thing now what I will say is that this is a fantastic mobile game and mobile as in like the Nintendo Switch I think that that's really where this game's going to shine because Which came out on the Switch it yep. did come out on the Switch um, it, I think that I played it on the PS4 and I enjoyed it like I said I had I had fun I had a very love hate relationship with it because I would die uh, from like having a round that was just like I just got my ass kicked because I was underpowered as hell and uh, um instead of being Get so lucky yeah whatever um <laughs> instead of being like super pissed and just be like ah, i'm gonna take a break i would just jump right back on it and be like nah i'm gonna do it again because i knew then that my chances and luck would just as much increase and i'd have fun again and all good stuff like that ending is heart-wrenching and and i won't spoil anything there but it's 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 difficult choices that you go through um for uh, a storyline for what you don't expect from a tamagotchi uh simulator at <laughs> essence so um, with that being said, I would give it a solid eight. Uh, only, I think, on the Switch. I think that this is a fantastic... I want to just pl pick this up and play it for a little bit just to get through a couple of layers while I'm sitting on the bus or commuting or in, on the flight or something like that, where I don't think this is something that the average person is going to be like, I can't wait to get back into that and boot up my PS4 or anything like that. To me. I mean, if if a if a Tamagotchi, if a Tamagotchi goldfish uh, roguelike simulator is just sounding like kick ass, then here's your game, man. <laughs> you, you hit you hit the thing. I, I I'm kind of curious. I, I I wish there was a more of a social aspect for you to share your terrarium and what it was that you decorated because you're decorating this up as yourself because you're building the shit. You might as well put it in the terrarium with the girl, right? And you can put it where pretty much you ever want. So I'm sure some of these decorations can get pretty crazy but yeah uh outside of that i i 
I just enjoyed the music, I think was the, the number one star. And uh, the roguelike style games were just my favorite. So it, it worked out well. What do you give it? I thought I yeah, said eight. eight. Did I say eight? Yeah. I said eight. Oh, yeah, eight. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. There was so much talking. Yeah, I talk a lot. Yeah, you do. <laughs> there was a lot of rambling that mm-hmm. went in with that too. It's, that. it's a hard game to explain because I know I'm still not doing it very well because even though it's like it's rogue, you, you're gonna you know how to play a rogue game. You move, you kill stuff, you move down. But the whole terrarium and tamagotchi thing really just kind of throws it for a loop. Like you literally get alerts on your tamagotchi when you're in the like dungeon saying, "Hey." Tariko's bored. Speed the fuck up. Yeah, no, she's bored. You need to like spend resource points that you've been collecting to entertain her or come back. And so you literally like play a mini game, which is just choose a direction that she's looking or not looking. And then she jumps for joy in her little sprite and then you move on. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know why this is a thing, but just like a real Tamagotchi where it would mm-hmm. like beep at you and you press the button. Well, I guess, yeah, that would be the big thing is like, uh, I know Tamagotchi's were they were big here i never had one um but i know they were and still are big in japan Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. the whole tamagotchi thing like i can totally see that this totally fits in with you know what's going on over there and it fits in with with the culture there for, it's a little bit less so here because Tamagotchi's fell off the radar for a long yeah. time. Yeah, and I think for that, it gave me a little bit more nostalgia. I mean, like I said, I came into this not knowing exactly what I was getting to. I was like, hey, this art style looks cutesy as hell. And they're saying it's roguelite. Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> and playing it, I was just didn't I came in not knowing what to expect. I had an enjoyable experience and, you know, it's not too easy, not too hard. I felt like the only thing that bugs me is the RNG of it all. And but if you can get by an RNG, you you would probably have a very exciting. Praise the RNG, Jesus. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. And I, I admittedly, admittedly, like uh, pushed a little bit harder on this one to get through it because I knew I wanted to buy Ghost of Tsushima. So got you into have not beat Ghost of Tsushima I have yet. not yet beat Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Don't worry, I haven't. Because I'm a completionist. I'm going to do everything in this game. And even that, it's, it's, not a, it's not a long game, but it's not a short game. Which? Ghost, no. Ghost of Tsushima. It, it, it's, it's, it's a good, if you moderate play, well, game. I mean, there's 96 side quests not outside of the regular side quests. And each one, they can, like, they can be anywhere from like five minutes to, you know, a half hour. But it, it's not something that you are going to beat in five days unless you're just playing hard and i thought i was playing hard because i played it this weekend like non-stop on saturday and sunday but um it is just jaw-droppingly gorgeous like all i'm sure anybody on reddit or imager is seeing all the stupid screenshots everyone and their mom's posting and stuff like that it doesn't do it justice like i've taken a few screenshots this is the first game where i've actually spent copious amounts of time in photo mode just because i wanted to look because it's just so fucking pretty. Like, I just can't... Not even in God of War? Not even God of War. Not even God of, God of War. I was just like, yeah, it's cool and all, mm-hmm. but it wasn't beautiful. Like, this is just jaw-droppingly... You can well, I would say I've never spent copious amounts of time. No, yeah. Like, it's, I've been like, uh, oh, that's cool. Because, like, God of War every now and then, if you went into photo mode, you could see some cool stuff off in the distance. Right. Like, small little Easter eggs that they threw in there about Norse mythology. But... If you're saying that you spent a good amount of time in photo mode. Here's how much time I spent in it. So you get to some place that looks really cool and you can sit there and kind of look at it and play with the colors and all the stuff that you can do. They have a really robust photo system, including adding your own falling leaves or wind speed or changing the weather and stuff like that. That's been kind of common in a a few others, but this one seemed to be a lot more. But what it it really added is that you can have in photo mode, like the environment still move as if like it's a 
you know, just your character and any enemies are paused, but the environment's still moving. You can then have like the rain or water effects going on as you want. And then you can set background music to it. So I would literally set up a cool little picturesque thing and then just have a movable like image while I was doing like chores or anything like that with, uh, you know, shamisons playing in the background. Which I guess they were setting up for like doing something cool for videos or something like that. Dude, it is. But that's pretty cool. Oh, it is so fun. And like it is like I'm just talking about the gorgeousness of this game. I even talking to the gameplay because the gameplay is pretty solid, too. I mean, if you've played anything, you can choose different like uh, um, battle styles and stances for your sword. And each stance has a better uh, plus and minus against different enemy types. Um, Storyline's been kick-ass so far. I've just gotten past the first. There's three main sections to the game. I just got past the first main section. And I am yet to get in board because I'm I'm completing everything as I come up to it. So I'm doing all side quests, finding all fox dens. You can pet the fox, which is a major plus because it's nice. a dog, which is good. And cat, cat, foxes are more in line with cats, if I remember right. Dog? No. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. One of them. <laughs> one of them was like it, it. It was it was one of those animals that you think would be more of a dog, and it I think you're thinking of the red panda. Is it the panda? It's more like it's not. It's not closer to a dog. It's closer, or not closer to a bear. It's closer to something else. Whatever. Let's pull it up. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not going to drain too much because I know I've talked on and on already about. Oh yeah, they're okay. So they're part of the Canada family with dogs, but they're more in common with cats. That's one of those things. It's like they're part of that family, but they're genetically a little bit more in common with cats. Cool story, bro. Mm -hmm. Cool story. Dogs. Yep. <laughs> cat dogs. Anyway, get your get your cat fox petting simulator. Go to Tsushima as soon as you possibly can because it is murder simulator. Fantastic. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, I think the one thing that we picked up from that is that you're in your mid thirties and you still refer to standard housework as chores. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll call them chores for, till the day I die. Because <laughs> it's a fucking chore, it's Eric. Just, it's more fun. I'm not sitting here being like, oh, I can't wait to do this housework. It's just work. No, it's a chore. No, it's, it's called it's called housework. No, it's called it a chore. It's, it's called it's a, a chore. chore for a reason. If it was fun, it would be called house fun. You know what's also it's called a chore? Housework. Assassin's Creed 3 because of the billion different collectibles in that. That's a <laughs> chore too. So I wouldn't call that game work. No, it's a fucking chore. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so I played some games. One I can't talk about <laughs> um, because it's under embargo till the 28th. Um, but it's, I, I actually played two horror games <laughs> and uh, and one demo because it finally came out on PS4. And I was like, ah, I'll, I'll give this a try. Um, but so I played Coma 2 Vicious Sisters, uh, which we got a review copy for from Brown Betty. Um I thought that maybe, like, I really wanted to give this a try. It's a Korean game. Um, it's a side-scrolling, uh, like, I don't I don't want to say, like, a Metroidvania type, but it's, like, basically, you know, like, it, it's, it's just a bunch of levels. You're in a school, um, and you have to go through, and you're in, your character falls into a coma, in which case uh, her best friend fell into a coma weeks, weeks back, uh, on the night of the blood moon and you're in there and you're trying to, you're trying to solve the puzzle and escape. I really hoped that this was going to be a game that would actually make me like scared or at least give me like something to go on, on that side scrolling type game. I think that I just can't get scared by those types of games. Like it's not the same. 
No, yeah, no I mean, jump scare. It's basically you see a too comic much book. Like, how are you going to get scared of a comic book? Yeah, yeah you're mo- you're moving through the level and whatnot, and then you go into a thing, and I'm like, the, nothing really like is like a what's around that corner type thing. And it, I was really hoping that that would be the case, uh, but it's not. Uh, it's simplistic play. Uh, you're going through and you're just trying to solve the puzzle and everything like that. You can see everything as it's coming up, though, so that it makes it a little bit easier um, and a little bit set in, you know, what you need to do in order to evade things. There is a point later on where you start where you'll have to run away and you do have a stamina bar that deplet or that depletes as you go through. So you have to be careful with that. And then there's items you can get for stamina. Um, it's an interesting game. It, I thought that it might be something that I'd like, but it, it didn't end up being my cup of tea um, as far as like that type of gameplay goes. Uh, so I feel really bad giving it like a six and a half out of 10 <laughs> just because it wasn't really scary. There wasn't anything for it. I was really hoping for something else. And I think that the problem that I have with it and why I really feel bad about giving it a score is that I think that I was wanting something out of it that I didn't get. And it's it was probably something that I couldn't get from that game. But I was looking forward to Summer of Poop My Pants, and I didn't get Summer of Poop My Pants from that game, sadly. Um, so, Coma 2, if, if you like that type of game, though, like art, it's a simplistic type of art. It's very Korean in its art style, too. So, like... It, it feels kind of like a Japanese game. Actually, I think one of the best parts about it is that the Japanese schools and the Korean schools are all kind of the same when they set them up. Of like, there's two stairwells, there's door or there's classrooms with sliding doors at the front and the back, and it like it feels like you're basically in like a Japanese school. Uh, the one major difference is that they will have desks and chairs piled up, something you will never see in a <laughs> Japanese school. Whereas in Korea, it's not to say that Korea doesn't give a fuck, but they really didn't. They really apparently don't give a shit about that type of stuff in their schools. Um, but it's like certain things like that. That was very much like made it Korean. And then your your character is going out with the star baseball player and all that, which Koreans love baseball. Um, that's that's basically it. It It's interesting. Some people might like it. Me personally, I didn't, um, which sucks because I was kind of looking forward to it. This kind of reminds me of uh, Lone Survivor, which is uh, kind of like that same aspect of a 2D, you know, puzzle, but horror yeah. puzzle to it. Um, but I remember Lone Survivor doing a pretty good job of keeping you in suspense but this yeah one, i just don't think that any of these games can do anything like that because i i remember playing the the side scrolling like adventure games and whatnot like forever ago and even some of the space horror games that they had back in the 80s so i think i've just gotten used to it maybe maybe nothing really it doesn't scare me i don't get the same as what i get from first person ones well yeah i don't think you're gonna get the same experience of of quote-unquote horror from that just because it is 2d i mean it's not like it's gonna like i don't know i I get what you're saying but i think that if the writing is good enough and if the you know honestly music i think is a big part of these types of writing's okay music's actually pretty good as far as like setting the tone for everything and the art style because when you fall into the coma you get a very much like upside down version of the school like the school does change because it's not really like an astral projection but it's like a another dimension version of the Mm -hmm. school but it just didn't 
it didn't resonate with me is the problem. And some people like different horror movies resonate with different people. And that's another thing that's like, I feel really bad about rating certain like or saying like you should or shouldn't watch some other horror movies because different styles of writing really resonate with people. And especially with horror, it's a it's a very subjective genre. Like certain people find different things more intriguing than others. And that's that's definitely like a thing for me is like I really love horror movies and feel bad telling somebody that their opinion on a horror movie is shit because they didn't like or they really like this one that I didn't like because um, I know that it's, it's a very personal and subjective thing. Different but for me, those? yeah, for me, it wasn't my cup of tea, but some people might really like it. And it's an interesting pickup. Um, I forget how much it is, though. Hang on one sec. Uh, I just want to look it up because I want to make sure that I give the right price on this because I thought it was cheap-ish. Yeah, it's fifteen bucks. It's worth a fifteen dollar gamble if you're if you're interested in trying a horror game or if you like some horror games and you want to give it a try. Um, it I would say that it's definitely worth the gamble on that. Um, but for me, it was a six and a half out of ten. Not great. Not horrible. Right. But not uh, great. Not. Horrible. <laughs> um, the other one that I'm I'm playing, uh, I can't really say anything other than I'm playing Made of Skur, which we're under embargo until the 28th. Uh, but I can't wait to talk about at that one. SojuCon. Uh, I also played. Yeah, we'll talk about that at SojuCon. Uh, I also played the demo for Chris Tales, um, <laughs> which was it's everything that I remember for it. Um, the the demo itself is very much like weird and disconjointed because they're trying to show you like what you'll be able right. to do and then trying like show you why it is that you have that power is like in a very fast like manner. So it's all disconjointed and I hope that they fix that in the storytelling of the of the game when it comes out. Um, so that you're not going through like this quick like run around your fucking thing and then it's like boom, all of a sudden you're like going through and doing stuff. Um, so I hope that they change that up a little bit and that the storytelling for that or that it's currently in, in the demo isn't indicative of how the final will be. Uh, but graphically still beautiful, uh, plays really well on the PS4 moves really well as well. Um, I still fucking love seeing as you move across the, the game landscape and you've got you've got the crystal powers open. You can see old, present, uh, and then future. So yep. past, present, future. And you can see things like when people were young and when buildings were were a certain way back in the day. And you can see the progression of like uh, window frames just on the walls. Like they they threw in so many little details into it that I I just can't wait until this game comes out. And that's another game that's not slated till 2021 still, right, Chris? Oh, they got pushed back too? Yeah, it got pushed back a while. So that's one of the reasons why I was like, wow, the demo's out. Oh, it's the same demo as before. But now it's on PS4. Not just Steam. Pick up the demo for that on PS4. Yeah, not just Steam. Uh, But even that, like, it wasn't really out because we got an early piece for the demo, right? And then they finally released the demo for everybody um, at the... I was. I thought that they. I thought that the demo wasn't released for everybody until whatever the the indie con thing that you did was. No, I just downloaded it right after E three. And that was one of the things you were pissed off oh. about because you couldn't play it. I get home. Guess what? I can download and play the demo. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then, but th- yeah, and that was when I didn't have anything to play a yeah. PC game on. <laughs> and then I just didn't download like, it out of principle, fuck? I think. <laughs> but so I downloaded it on the PS4, but it played well. It played well on my standard PS4, and it's supposed to have uh, PS4 Pro enhancements Wait. for graphics and stuff like that, too. Or is so. it this year? Is it November 17th? Is it November still now? I, don't, I thought uh... that they pushed it back. Yeah, November 17th, 2020. So it should still be coming out. I don't know. Initial release June 10th, 2019, according to Google as well, yeah, too. So it's always hard to, only article it's always hard to pinpoint those. Some days. All right. Well, so it's going to come out just in time for me to play it on my PS5. <laughs> so yeah, it's still on Steam. It's the 17th. <laughs> Supposedly. We, we don't know PS5 release date yet, Here's nor something. price, but yeah, it'll probably be right around there. Uh, but that's it. That's all that I played. I was out of town for a few days and doing fam stuff and whatnot, so I didn't get as much gaming time in as I wanted to. Hey, all good. Yeah. Go through those phases. Yup. All right, but that's it. Um, thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us. Uh, again, we are I Beat It First. You can find us on the I Beat It First Podcast Network, <laughs> in which case we have cutscene and patch notes. Cutscene where we talk about anime, uh, where we just finished up uh, The Price of Smiles, and we're now moving on to Tower of God, uh, which is in dub on Crunchyroll. Yes. Right, Chris? Dub and sub. Yeah, dub on Crunchyroll. It's a Crunchyroll original webtoon korean manga anime oh god (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um but then also patch notes where we get devs drunk and get them to talk about their video games and themselves uh which is very fun and we like doing that so we're we're very we're hoping to get a lot more uh developers on for that the biggest thing is always trying to get it to coincide with some type of cycle so that they've got like some bit of PR and everything going with it as well too. Uh, but so we're going to hopefully have patch notes kicking off a lot more for it. Uh, but you can always find us Facebook, I beat it first com, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all the stuff. I beat it first uh, as well as Instagram cutscene, but we don't really do much on there anymore. Um, we've been very lax on our social media. I blame our PR manager um, <laughs> on doing some amazing PR work, right? Uh, like, it's so amazing. He, he yeah, does such a good our, job. Uh, uh, director of marketing. <laughs> that's also you. No, that's you. Shit. <laughs> 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 I make the images. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but anyways, uh, thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us. Uh, anybody else got any parting words? No, I don't think so. I'm super excited for Soju yeah. Girl. So am I. Can't wait for SojuCon. We'll see you guys in two weeks for SojuCon. Yes, 2020. Bye-bye. <laughs> Is that the Borat version? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>